Hi, I'm Princess Rara. And I'm Dara, the Electro Khaleesi. And this is Pink Kink, the podcast where we talk about the pretty, twisted side of kink. Today's episode is produced by our electrifying pink kinksters. Thank you, Jay, the ESW, Brianna Lynn, Daddy Jay, Fabe, Embers, Blossom, William P., Claire, Jam Today, Mr. N and Mrs. Jess, Mr. Good Girl, Lady Blooding, Primal Empress, Kaze, Clockwork Dork, Harley Gentleman, Roxy, Mistress Francesca, Naughty and Nice, Butte Pain, Manda Panda, Cat, Stefan, Brooklyn B., Shadow Phoenix, Serenity Deb, Robert, Ruby R, Christopher, Jess, Kilted Sir, Sam, Firegood and his good boy Grant, Schrodinger's Kink, May Cry Devil, Riot, MJ Striker, J Swizz, All for Salami, Chakra, Fruit Liquor, Mistress Velma, Enchanted Sparrow, The Wombat. Pink Kink runs off the generosity of our devoted patrons. As a patron, you will become a member of our special Discord server, receive some adorable Pink Kink stickers, as well as have access to a monthly behind-the-scenes podcast. In addition, our impactful and electrifying Pink Kinksters will get special audio and video episodes. And finally, patrons at our highest tier will be recognized as producers both here on the podcast and on our website. If you would like to become a patron, you can visit us at patreon.com slash pinkkinkpodcast or click the link at pinkkinkpodcast.com. Hey guys, you know how Rara and I seem to have this competition for who can break themselves the worst all the time because we're each kind of competitive. Well, Rara is more competitive, competitive than me. Yeah, she's she's We're got trying it. to be the S. In very bad things. So I've realized that Rara is a bit of a one-trick pony. I am? Yes. All you've got to compete with are your kidneys. Yeah, but they, they take it to, you know, next, next level. Next level kidneys. I understand this, but you've got just one yeah, trick. Yeah, just one. Okay? I like to be more of a variety of, of things. I like to, you know, fling different options at people when I get injured, and that way people are always on their toes and surprised. Surprise! Yeah. So this morning I may have um, hit my face with my own car. Yeah. She calls me up. She goes, so I'm, I'm running behind. I had a little bit of an emergency this morning. I went, <laughs> what? What's going on? What do you mean? An emergency? What's going on? She goes, I hit my face with my car. <laughs> <laughs> hurt and i went i'm sorry what <laughs> after she was done hyperventilating laughing at me there's just there was just like silence for a minute then i started laughing i'm like i i get i need i need the story they need the story they do need the story uh which is why i'm bringing this up so i, I figured this would be a really good shtick an opening shtick like story we do time. all right we're going so okay so this is really embarrassing i don't know how i managed to do this shit <laughs> i never i never know how you managed to do i this i don't shit. nobody knows i mean like i've been this way since i was a child it's a talent yes i mean i was i was talking to one of our patrons on the way here because i was like i gotta run this by her this is like too funny to keep to myself right now and she had the same reaction as you what how how do you do that i'm accident prone what level are you doing this at and i was like i'm professional <laughs> don't try this at home people she is a trained professional no, I'm not trained. That's why it ends up being a problem all the time. So, yeah, I was putting this uh, table that we're using today. So we switched tables. I, I had a table at home. I was putting it in the car. 
and I closed the door to my car. And it's not one of those fancy cars that you could push a button and it just slowly goes down and latches. No, you have to like fling the the thing closed. So I flung. <laughs> fling, fling, flung, flung, flung. flung. Okay. So I, I've pretty far flung this thing. And I, just, I turned my face just slightly back front enough so that as the door was coming down, the trunk was coming down, it caught me right in the nose. Ouch. You're telling me. So now I look like Daddy J punched me in the face. Or I will as soon as the bruise comes in. Yeah, it means a little. Yeah. So it did cut. It did bleed. I was like. Oh, no, my God, there's blood and you didn't pass out? I almost did. Like, I've had nosebleeds forever. That doesn't actually freak me out when it's my own blood. It's like, all right, whatever. I'm so used to it. But I did see stars and I was convinced for about 30 seconds that I broke my nose. Yeah. I I thought I was going to have to do the recording from the hospital. We could. Well, only if you took all the equipment with you or showed me how to set this up. Yeah, that probably wouldn't have worked. I don't know how to set this up. So we would have ended up skipping a week. (laughs) Because I'm that accident prone. So luckily for everybody, I'm fine-ish. Lots of ice. We're all good. The cut will heal. And uh, we're actually recording. Because I still managed to get my ass here, even though I was in the car crying. Because you are a trooper. I am. You are the est. Today I am. I am the est. I win. I, I give you that est crown. Oh, my God. Do I get to wear a tiara? Do you want a tiara? I kind of do, but it won't work it won't with the, the headphones. Headband. Yeah, I know. We, we learned that during our... <laughs> I've tried. <laughs> we learned that while we were on Zoom. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Today is our last episode for September. Oh, which no. means Which means if you are actually listening to this on September 30th, it is your last chance to join the Patreon as part of our Patreon membership campaign. I mean, you can always join tomorrow or the day after. We're not. I mean, you, you can don't. keep going, but if to be part of the push to get Dara to do her humiliation scene, mm-hmm. we are so close. And for all I know, by the time this episode actually releases, we may be there. I, you know what? It's um, unfortunately, you misheard what I said. No, 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 no. I didn't. It I is didn't. not. And Violet, shut the fuck up. This is not 15, like yeah. you guys thought. I, what I actually said was 50. No, no, and hell no. Okay, I thought I'd try. You can, you can try, but no, I have it on recording. There are witnesses. No, no witnesses. I killed them all. No. Darn. Uh, so hopefully you will join that. The Patreon is an amazing place to be. We have our Discord server, which all tiers have access to. Dar and I are in there all the time participating, so you'll have access to us people in there help us with our research for our episodes suggestion ideas for future episodes we have a question and answer section that's pretty damn popular actually um people go in there and ask kink kink questions i almost said quink questions that was very hard to get out i'm tired shut up (laughs) i didn't say a word i'm like so yeah you're looking at me with the look though I I don't like this table anymore. Can we put the old one back? I can't kick you from yeah, here. Yeah, I'm now far enough away that my legs are safe. Ugh. But you also have um, our monthly Patreon virtual munch that we do through Zoom. If you are in our top two tiers, we also have a monthly question and answer on Zoom for one hour. Ask away. 
as you guys have probably figured out, darn, I will pretty much answer just about anything. We have opinions. And, a lot of them. And we are not afraid to share them. No, we're not. It's it's like we have opinions and we're not afraid to use them. Oh, my God. Yes. Did I, I like just? That. Yeah. I like that. I, okay. I created a new sticker. And then we also will have, we have some videos on there now. We'll be adding some more videos. And then finally, at our top tier level, you become a producer of the podcast. And those are all those names that we are fortunate enough to have given at the beginning. And you're also listed as a producer on our website. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. Come on and add your name to our ever-growing list of producers so that at the end of reading this, we can't breathe because we're trying to do it all in one breath. I am. I, I absolutely. That's my goal. I we're, want to do speed. I want to do it speed. In one breath. In one breath. I did not make that this time. I don't think you got past three before you needed no, to breathe. No, because I forgot to breathe before <laughs> I set, I started, so it wasn't um, it wasn't working for me. But I, hey, I have the power to delete the breathing noise. Just keep breathing. Just, just keep, keep breathing. Just keep breathing. <laughs> Next, oh god we're tired next month you won't have to listen to the spiel again i won't but this part yeah oh because our campaign will be over oh but you are always still welcome because we love our patrons we do actually you guys are like the best we have we are so fortunate to have the most amazing group of patrons i give my est crown to you patrons oh bravo yes my tiara my est tiara is now yours we need to make an est tiara is there anybody that can make it a tiara that says Est on it? No, but I can make an Est tiara graphic. Ooh, yes. Okay. That'll Yay! do. Yay! Because, you know, it's been a while since I've done a graphic. Yeah, it has. All right. Are you ready to get to the topic at hand? I am. Submission. That's yeah. what we're talking about. I Yes, and I just got the notes right before the Be- episode, right, right before the because recording. Because if I had sent it to you two, three days ago... Would you have looked at it any sooner? Nope. Nope. So what was the point? <laughs> Pretty soon we're going to get to a point where I won't even send you the notes. Like, it- But then how am I supposed to react to anything or know what's going to happen or, you know, participate in the recording and give information? You can still do that. But if I, I don't have to. There's literally in, in one of the episodes that we're going to be recording in the notes, it just says, Dara describes. What? Okay. I'm going to have to look at that during break and see what the hell I'm describing so I'm not blindsided. You've never noticed that sometimes now I literally put in the notes. Yeah, Dara's story D- about Dara's this, this, yes. and this. Yes. I think that's actually hysterical because, like, we know most of each other's stories at this point. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like, okay, just, hey, you remember that time that this happened? Oh, yeah. Why don't you tell that during the podcast? Oh, okay. Yeah. Though this time, we went to separate events last night. And I know I have stories. I may have stories. So we haven't heard these stories yet. Nope, because like the only thing that we did this morning was I got hit in the face. <laughs> we were running behind, right? So we went. Sh- we didn't do our usual sit down and catch up. It was like, hurry up. Let's no, go, we get just recording. went straight down into the recording studio. We switched out equipment. We were like on it. And so we're going to do our catch up live. Live? Live for us. Yeah. Recorded. Recorded. That sounds weird. In the future, live for- but the past. I hate time now. This, this podcast is really messing me up with time. Like, I don't know what's happening. Submission. There are a lot of myths about that, right? Only weak people can do that. It's very sexist. You can't be a feminist and do what a male dom tells you to do. You know, you can't make your own decisions. And that's why you're having people make your decisions. It's perverted. Why would you want to be used by that? I've that heard way? every single one of those 
just this week, probably. Probably, yeah, thereabouts. Like, especially if you look on social media, a lot of the uh, like, take Reddit for example. It's a lot of people's opinions, especially the last one. It's perverted. Why would you want to be used like that? It, it's complicated. It's very complicated, and people submit for a wide variety of reasons. And I wanted to talk today about why people choose to submit, what they get out of their submission, how it helps them. Um, If they were to sell other people on the idea of submission, how would they describe it? Right? I went out to our patrons. I asked in our Facebook group. I said, if you had to explain to somebody what you love about submission, what would you say? And so we're going to share some of these answers and quotes from different people about why submission does it for them. And I'm sure you will recognize a lot of these in yourself if you identify as submissive. You might find something else that you didn't think about and you go, huh, yeah, I I like that. That does it for me too. And if you're not submissive, hopefully by the end of this, you'll have maybe a better understanding of Dar's favorite thing, why. I love the why. Now, Dara, I know. Dara, I know you identify as a submissive sometimes. Sometimes, yes. Sometimes. Now, you haven't always, though, right? That's more of a recent discovery. It was maybe, um, Jesus, like five-ish years ago. So I don't know how recent. Well, considering you've been doing this for like twenty plus years. That's sort of recent. Yeah, that's that's pretty dang recent. Yeah, so it was more like, it was when I discovered the little side. Mm-hmm. That's the submissive. I did have, I had like a bad experience the first time I tried to be submissive. I was around 23 and it was with my ex-husband. So clearly that wasn't great. <laughs> clearly that wasn't going to work. So I stopped. I just refused to be submissive to anyone after that for I don't know, 10, 12 years, something like that. So you started out as just a dom. Yes. What what was it that maybe made you start to go, huh, I wonder if I have this submissive side to me? I, well, first of all, it was the little. The little side of me is definitely submissive. And when I started understanding that side of me better, I started getting more into the submissive aspects of like more stuff. And things like I would realize when I got my big girl job, it was very time consuming. It was very micromanaging. I think I've mentioned this before. I I manage a lot of stuff. I have to be able to do stuff on this, like fly by the seat of my pants. I, I have to be able to do stuff like real fast and change my tactics, everything. So and it's I barely get any mental break. And I am the kind of person that needs a mental break. So I used to eat lunch with my coworkers, for example. And for Rara, that'd be something like, fuck yeah, I want to, I want to eat with everybody. I want to, yeah. here, yeah, let's do this, blah, 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 blah. But I've now worked it out so that I eat lunch in my own space. And that is my mental break. I don't need to talk to people. I don't need to manage any people. It is like my sacred time. Leave me the fuck alone with my book. It's my tiny introverted side right there because like all day long I'm with people I'm talking to people I'm doing other stuff with people people. I'm doing 
it's a lot of peopling. And by the time I get home, it hurts. Like I'm exhausted. Sometimes I have anxiety attacks and I can't breathe on the way. Like once I get home, I'm like, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to do this anymore. And then I still have work to do because I didn't finish everything that day because I had to people. And I understand most of the job is people. And I like people. And normally people are cool, but not when they're stupid. Well, you better get used to that because most people are stupid. It yeah, seems like I, I, not you listeners. You people are the most intelligent people on the planet because you're listening to us. And that is a smart move. They, yeah. And you don't say stupid shit to us that we're like, okay, what? Like, I that's the shit that I have to deal with. So it helps so much now that now that I figured this out. It's the decision-making. It's the all-day-long decision-making. It's picking this. It's doing all of this stuff and changing it up and, like, trying to figure shit out that makes me the most nuts and gives me the most anxiety because – so, like, by the last hour of the day, I'm legit just, like, I don't want to do this anymore. I can't. My my mental faculties have broken down so much that I'm like, nope, I want to take a nap. I want, I'm out. So going home and not having to make a decision – not having to figure something else out really, really helps my mental state. Not having to make your own decisions is actually the first thing on the list of reasons people love being submissive and find submission so helpful for them. Every, I'm looking Number at the notes. Reason. Yeah, it says you work hard and need a break. I have another little story, but it's not me. It's from when I was a dom. Well, I'm still a dom, but like when I was mostly doming and that was like what I only did. I have had several, shall we say, high-powered men um, as my submissives. Their jobs are very, very taxing. And I'm talking like military, like high-ranking military. I'm talking like CEOs of their own little business. Like not like, you know, CEO of Amazon or whatever. Not like that level. Probably now Jeff Bezos is submissive. Jeff Bezos is definitely submissive in his personal life. I can tell you right now. <laughs> he has got to be. Um, but anyway, enough about that. It's people that have the more high-powered jobs tend to want, to, in my experience, and this is what I had with my sub men, they really needed something to just take them down. They didn't want that in their personal life anymore. I have, uh, I know somebody who is a major in the army submissive mm-hmm. yep my very first sub was in the uh marines and um he definitely did not want to have all of that in his head when he was with me and that literally was what i was doing for him was providing him a space where he did not have to be that person anymore i got a lot of feedback from people that basically said it helps reduce my stress levels it does. When I don't have to make these decisions. Okay, what about you? Does it help you? It. My submission's kind of different because I, I found submission and got into submission at a point in time where my, my health was, that's when I was first going through all the issues with the kidney stones. I was physically in a bad place and mentally in a bad place. And I needed somebody to take care of me. I didn't mind making the decisions. I really needed more of somebody to take care of me. Um, I, I'm okay making decisions most of the time because I'm, and I'll say this with all the love for myself in the world, but I know me, <laughs> y'all are fucking making wrong damn decisions and I don't need you making the fucking wrong damn decisions <laughs> for me. 
<laughs> I I know that uh, like one of the other things that people love about it is um, I'm trying to see if you have it on here. I was gonna say don't give away the secrets yet. Uh, oh yeah, it is down there. Okay, right, I'll I'll save get there. Yourself for that. Yep. So that was like the number one thing that came up: not having to make your own decisions. I think it just helps with mental health a lot. I'd imagine. Look, I remember. I, I remember telling my ex-husband at one point, the code, right? The code. When I say, "What would you like for dinner?" Thank you. That means I don't want to make the decision. You make the decision. Thank if you. If I want to make the decision, then the question will be, "How does Chinese sound for dinner tonight?" <laughs> <laughs> Meaning, that's what I want. You better go along with me. Yeah. The answer is yes. It sounds fabulous, right? darling. No, I had to explain that to my ex, too, because for years he wasn't getting that. It would drive me nuts. I'd say, what do you, what do you want for dinner tonight? And I'd get back, I don't know, what do you want? Right? If I fucking knew what I wanted, I would I have be told asking you. you. <laughs> oh, my God. No, I had to tell him the so, same thing. So, so, partners, if your partner ever says that to you, that's the secret. They're telling you, you have to make the decision for dinner. Yeah, because they're so broken down mentally that right? they can't figure out what I mean, they want to eat. And isn't that what, your, what, what Daddy J does for you? Doesn't he? Yes pick out the dinner yes i mean you make it but he picks out what it's going to be and that is once again something that very very much helps me that is like he doesn't really pick my panties anymore i will um because uh, uh, so here's the problem we just got the new puppy right right so he has he's been forgetting the panties for a while but ever since the puppy like no nothing in the morning because one of us is always with the puppy. I, I was going to say, how did the pu- how did puppy and panties go together? So well, she likes for- to chew them. She actually okay. got into my dirty clothes hamper and stole my panties and run around my bedroom one Ooh, time. Dirty little girl. Yes, she's a filthy little gremlin. Anyway, I love her so much. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You're the one who wanted a puppy. Uh, well, yeah, but she's a really... Anyway, that's a different <laughs> thing. But she's a gremlin. So I... I have to pick my own now and it's fine. It's whatever. Cause I'll like just reach in the drawer and grab whatever. I don't care at this point. But the dinner part is when I come home from work. And like I said, I've been very, very stressed making decisions all day this morning. Daddy J and I did our meal plan for the week. This tells me what to get for, from the grocery store. It tells me what to make every day. I literally have it listed out day by day. Monday, this Tuesday, this yep, Wednesday, and it this. never changes. It's like a, template that we created what happens if you come home on wednesday and you're like i am too tired to cook this meal that is on our schedule great question thank you then we get takeout because half the time you know he forgot to take out the chicken or whatever and it's not thawed and it's like five o'clock the five thirty, whatever time i get home and it's like not gonna happen or i'm too tired to even cook and i cannot function and um, he's like, all right, you know, we'll we'll do that some other time. And then we just push the meal to the next week or the next day or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And before you guys say anything, yes, he cooks. He has two meals that he's making this week because I already know that I'm not getting home until after 830 this coming this coming week on a particular date. We have we have a big thing. So he's cooking. So don't worry. He cooks, too. Another reason that people expressed for why they love submission is they find it very helpful to let go of the control. Yes. Right? It allows them to focus on the here and the now. They're not worried about what's going to be happening and making sure they're prepared for it. Somebody quoted said, I want to make everyone happy and I have a tendency to overthink everything. 
I'm rarely comfortable or confident or calm. But with my Dom, I only need to focus on him. Did I make him happy today? Do I please him? Do I make him proud? And as long as the answer is yes, I don't need to worry about anything else. Having that one person to focus on releases me from focusing on too much. And the sense of giving me permission to focus on myself as well, to breathe, to not feel selfish when I recognize I need time for self-care in any form. That is awesome. And the whole self-care thing, remember how we discussed that at one point, that you caring for yourself uh, is taking care of your dominance toy? Yep. Your your dominance favorite toy? Mm-hmm. I think I love that. I love that concept so much. I don't think I've let go of it since since we talked yeah, about it's, it. It's, you know, je- submissives more often than not are people pleasers, right? Yeah. And they worry about more than they need to worry about. It causes a lot of stress when you're trying to please everybody. You can't. You end up pleasing nobody. You literally cannot please everybody. It's a fact. So it gets, and I've been like that. It gets tangled up. I mean, I, I, Still at the core, am a people pleaser, but I try really, really hard not to. <laughs> I am, I am at the core a people pleaser. I, I really am, and which I think very much goes with the price king. Because like, if I don't please you, you're not going to praise me, and then what the <laughs> fuck do I do? I mean, what are you going to do? What the hell am I going to do with my life? So I don't mind so much being a people pleaser. Though as I get older, I'm getting better about. Setting your boundaries. Not necessarily making my need to please you more important than anything else. So, for example, tonight, right? I had, I started within, just other things see that you get when you're a patron. I started a Twilight Mom book club for all of us who identify as middles and we love this stuff. So, Dara will will laugh at this, but will come as no surprise, right? So, I said, hey, does anybody want to do this with me? I was talking to one person. Uh And they said, yes. And then we invited others to join us. And... We did the first week and it was chapters one through three. And I said, all right, I'll get us started because everyone was like, we've none of us had ever been in a book club before. We didn't know what we were doing. Oh, my gosh. Really? I could have helped you out with that. (laughs) So I said, I'll get us started because we're we're also trying because we're all kinksters. We're trying to equate the twilight to kink. So like today we talked about Edward being a daddy. Oh, it's so kinky. I can even tell you that. Well, if you want to join, dude, I, I, you know what? I'm going to have to, because if it's, it's, I can tell you the kinky concepts because I'm really good at analogies and because I'm a book person. Yeah. But as I started off and I said, so we did the first week and then when we finished up, I said, all right, so let's talk. We pick the next time and stuff. I go, now, how do you guys want to do this? Does everybody want to take a turn and each week be the leader of that week? And they all looked at me and went, no. Hi, because you have a bunch of subs in your Twi Mom group. <laughs> Wait, am I allowed to join? Of course you are. I'm not a mom. No. Well, you you started with hubbies, but here's the rules. We take it seriously. It's not a joke. Oh. Twilight is not a joke. We do not make fun of Twilight. It is important to us. So if you're going to come in and bash the thing that we love, no, you're not allowed to come in there. I'm not allowed to come in then. Then you're not allowed to come in. Nope. I will offer you kink comparisons from okay, afar. Okay, if you want to if you want to privately tell me stuff and I'll add it to my notes. Mhm. Because somehow now I went from let's all get together and do this to I'm in charge. Well, yes. Because it's what always happens to me. Okay, Robert, we had this conversation before. Do you remember the everybody's in a line 
Yeah. And somebody says, who wants to be in charge? And you stand there because you don't want to be in charge. So you don't move. But everybody else takes one step back. Not only that, but it's gotten so bad that I have to go. So what do you think? Because they're all just silent. I'm like, what do you think? Is it like voice or is it? Uh, We're doing it through the Discord. We created our own little Discord group. So it's through Discord video chatting. Yeah. You guys need to like pump that. I'll give you some suggestions. Okay. On how to do that. I'm getting good at this, you know, because it's me. So it's like, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to give it 110%. Of course you are. But yeah, so somehow, again, I'm in charge. So I had that this morning. I I got home last night at 4.30. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't go to sleep right away because I had to make a TikTok video. I had to wash my face. And I had to check in on my game that I'm playing. And then I could finally calm down enough to try to go to sleep. Oh, my God. I just rolled my eyes so hard they got stuck. (laughs) Look, I have priorities. <laughs> and and, and here's own. me getting home at 1.30 and I'm like, okay, I got to take the dogs out. I got to make sure that all of this stuff is done. I have- you had your job. I had mine. I went on <laughs> made a TikTok because it's what I do. <laughs> but the farm game. That's a, it's, <laughs> it's derby week. I had to finish my derby task. <laughs> Or my daughter, the, do- the future Dom, will yell at me. Yeah, the one that's convinced she's vanilla. That one. Uh-huh. So <laughs> I'm trying to remember where I would go. Oh, people pleasing. So yeah, so I had that, then I had the recording. And I'm doing all this on like four hours sleep maximum. I'm supposed to meet somebody for dinner tonight. Now I really wanted to please this person. They're young, they're new. I was trying to help them out. Are they hot? I, I don't I've never seen them. Oh. So I ended up writing them a message going, I am so sorry, but we're so gonna have to reschedule this. <laughs> like years ago. I would have just dragged my sorry ass and still gone out for dinner and have had no downtime and be exhausted. But I've now reached where I'm comfortable saying, yeah, I want to please you, but I can't do it if I'm dead. (laughs) Yeah. No, because then you're not taking care of anybody's favorite toy. This entire podcast favorite toy. Yeah. Right. I I ain't doing it on my own. So if you're dead. Right. I know. It is gone. I know. Mm -hmm. No, if if, if I die. Pink kink dies. Yep. I mean, it could come back as purple kink for all I know, but pink kink is dead. No, we're not resurrecting it as purple kink. It's just dead, buried, and now, it's see, gone. Now, you know what's going through my head? Purple kink. Oh, purple no. kink. <laughs> no. Again, tired. We've gone off the fucking rails <laughs> no, again. I brought it back to the people pleasing. Yeah, but then purple Because kink. that's what we said. Just... Okay, should I move okay, on? Yeah, then? move on, move okay. on. Let's go back to the notes. Where are we? All right. The next thing, <laughs> which I thought was really a very interesting point that I don't think maybe vanillas will understand at all. Is this the one that I said? I don't remember. Who I think said this what? is the one that I said. And I, I'm sure vanillas won't get it at all. And people who maybe don't identify in DS might not understand because it. Because it's the exact opposite of what it sounds right? like. But the answer is freedom. They found being submissive a form of freedom. Yes. Which is fucking weird because people think of it as being chained to the dominant, right? Mm -hmm. And you're like doing everything for the dominant. How the fuck is that freedom? I I just have to stop for a second and again to show you how tired I am. (laughs) My next line of notes. And I've got a song going in my head already. I can see it. Do you know what the song is? Mm -hmm. (laughs) It no says, worries about if you were doing it right. <laughs> Keep going. No? Okay, we're done. 
my God. She's broken. <laughs> I see elevator music oh in our future. Gosh. Yeah, it's okay. I'm hey, fine. Do you want to know something funny about our setup right now? Yeah. Look where the tissues are. Next to me. I put them yeah. next to me. I knew that. I intentionally put the tissues down by me. Because <laughs> I'm the one who starts crying with laughter. No worries. <laughs> Partner happy. <laughs> oh, I wasn't thinking that one. I was thinking the, the Lion King one. Yeah, I know. But then I, I, I had to change it up okay. a little bit. So happens we're, we're in a little middle. We're, we're going fucking Disney. loopy. <laughs> Wait, Don't Worry Be Happy is not Disney. No. But it's a very happy song. It is a happy song. And and this, for me, is what I love about, probably for me, beyond anything, my favorite part of submission, is you're not worried about doing it if you're right. Mm-hmm. Or your partner's happy. Like, life is very black and white. This is the way you were told to do it. Any other way is wrong. This is the right way. I don't have to... You know, one of the more complicated parts of relationships is worrying how your partner would think or feel about what you're doing. Yes. Right? This takes away that worry because it's very obvious. You were told what to do. If you do it, your partner will be happy. If you don't do it, your partner will not be happy. You don't have to guess. So I have a kind of cute story about that. Oh, I love cute stories. The way I was taught to fold towels by my mom is you fold it in half and then you fold it in thirds. Okay? Okay. And I don't know why, but this has been a thing for me. Like, I will die on this hill. That's how you fucking fold a towel. Daddy J folds them in half, then folds them in half. Quarters? Yeah. Mine is like ends up being sixths, right? Fold it in half and then fold it in three. Uh So it ends up being like this wide, right? right, What is this? Like six inches, seven inches? This has got, no, this is way bigger than six inches. Guys are like, do you know why Jewish women can't parallel park? Because for years they've been told this is six inches. Yeah. But I'm bum. Sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I even knew the punchline and it still got me. I'm holding my... I'm holding my hands almost a foot apart and calling it six inches. <laughs> it's all good. Keep going. Uh, so anyway, I was folding <laughs> towels the other day and I found myself folding them into quarters. That was the point. <laughs> Because that's what Daddy Jay wants. Oh, okay, I finished the story. <laughs> at this point, I'm not laughing at the joke. I'm laughing at you. Did, did she breathe yet? <laughs> Do I need to give you the Heimlich? I'm sober. <laughs> Ouch! 
Austin knows. Uh, oh. It's all good. We're fine. Everything's fine. Yeah. My old coffee cup said so. Yeah. See, I think that was the perfect time to mention this note. It's freedom from being the adult in the room. <laughs> what? Wait. We need an adult. <laughs> this is, we never got our fucking podcast on. So this is why we do this shit. Sure, we need an adult because it's not us. <laughs> Ouch. Stop that. It makes me laugh more. You you are literally laughing at my pain. You were laughing at me when I couldn't breathe. I was laughing so hard. Oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> and they're going, I don't know that. I'm Nick. I'm sober. Give me a tissue. I mean, <laughs> hey, you made it across the table. Good job. Oh, yeah, we, oh. we're, we're trying a new setup <laughs> to fix some sound quality issues. And our new, we used to just be at a square table that we were, we were close enough dark could reach and kick me. Yep. We are now at this very long rectangular table and we're just waving to each other. It's like one of those, you know, like skits where the, they're in the formal dining room and oh the my couple God, yes. are at the other end, each end of the table. It's, um, it's that whole Beauty and the Beast extra yes. long table with the chandelier and the flowers in the middle yes. and you can't see each other. Yeah. Yes. That's where we are right now. Yeah. Oh my God. All right. That's, we're all good. Bring Deep it back. back. Bring it back. Okay, so we we're talking about a lot to go. <laughs> yeah, because I actually have notes on this on these episodes, oh. and we're still on page one, so oh, we're good. God. <laughs> we're fucked. <laughs> it's gonna be an hour and a half episode just from like all the laughing. laughter. Well, yeah, maybe you need to speed up the laughter. Can you speed sounds up? And it'll just be. <laughs> Freedom from the responsibility for just a little while. See what I did there? I, I see, said, you're right. I said the thing. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. So I think that goes with the whole uh, not having to be the adult. I can't look at you right now. Stop it. I'm closing my eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I know that me being the little, I get to be little as soon as I get home. Okay. But the problem is currently with the dog, I can't. I haven't been able to be little at home in a hot minute because of all the responsibility of this dog. So last night on the way to Risque, we're driving and Daddy Jay just holds up his hand toward my face. And it you're looking at me like it's a bad thing. You know what uh, happened. Wait, did he boop the snoot? No, I immediately bit his hand. Of course you did. And used it as a chew toy. Because <laughs> the dog doesn't do that enough. No, she doesn't really. She just bites pants. But that's always been my thing. And he somehow like knows that he's like, oh, she needs like a, you know how I have the teething rings yeah. and stuff that I get to chew on at home. He sees himself as my ultimate teething ring, chew toy, whatever. It was great. I did that until people were passing us and looking at me. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm sure they were. God, my face hurts right now. Okay. <laughs> it's freedom from having to make decisions and just, I mean, it, it goes back to like that childlike state of, somebody else in charge remember when you were a kid and all you want to do is i can't wait to be a grown-up i can't wait to be a grown-up no, and then you're a grown-up and you're like oh my god that sucks why could, did i stay a kid it, it's like submission is that is that ability to just 
not have those responsibilities. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people said it was exciting. And now this, I personally, as a control freak, didn't understand, but I accept that people feel this way. They said the adrenaline rush of not knowing what is coming next until your partner tells you. I can see you freaking out about oh that Oh my one. God, that does not work for me. <laughs> like I was spontaneous once because I planned for it and that's about the best I can do. I, so do you remember when you were writing down all the episodes and you were like, okay, now I have plan B and yeah. C and dash two point omega. Yes. And in that one, it says be spontaneous. And you say this like it's a bad thing. Uh, it is. So I like this one. The, the one that's, uh, it says safety. Oh, yeah. Your dominant can decide who you may and may not play with and do all the vetting. That is super duper helpful for a lot of people. I don't do that, but I can see where people would be. So like, I mean, okay, I sort of do because I have clients in my house mm-hmm. and we always vet them beforehand. And Daddy J always goes with me. And is in incognito mode in whatever Starbucks we meet this person in. And then I bring him in after. Like, this is my dominant slash husband. And they're like, oh, okay. And if they can handle that and, like, not freak out, usually that's like, okay, you're cool. But he has never, ever not been in the house when I've had a client. Doesn't matter who the client is. Right. So that's my safety. Yeah. That's good to have a safety net. This one, this one I really understand. It's intimate. You are giving your partner so much trust, right? You've given them power over you. You are letting them make your decisions for you. That's fucking amazing. It is. It's a really, really intimate feeling. Somebody talked about it made them feel so cared for. Bedtimes are being set to make sure they get enough sleep. They're making sure you drink water so you're healthy. They're setting rules regarding mental health. I think I remember who said this one, and that was, um, I actually think that goes a lot with the next one. Mm-hmm. Can I, like, jump that in there? Go ahead, put it all together. It's the structure one, because a lot of people, like, when you're so focused on everything else, you forget to take care of yourself, and that's why there's all those TikTok doms that are, don't forget to drink your water today. But it's not just that. It's like you literally it's a forget. Symbol. It's a symbol of... Yeah. You are important. Make sure you're taking care Make of yourself. Make sure you're taking care of yourself. And let's face it, most people do not drink enough water. Oh, yeah, it's true. Um, somebody said the intensity, vulnerability, and intimacy of power exchange is highly erotic to me. It is such a framework for the type of deep bonding that is the most fulfilling in my romantic relationships. I love that power exchange connection. That's a really good sentiment. Yeah, and there are definitely people who view DS dynamics as like next level of the relationship. I mean, I know several married couples who started off just vanilla married couples who then added the DS to their marriage. And they talk about how it took their marriage to a whole nother level because it brought them closer and things did become more intimate, right? I mean, you talk, you talked in the, um, how to build a sex room Mm -hmm. that one of the things you loved is, is her focus on intimacy Between the couples. Because that, I feel, is the most important. If you lose that, that's a really, that's like sad. I loved the fact that a lot of what she was doing was intimacy rooms, whether it was just romantic vanilla sex intimacy or if it was BDSM style intimacy. There's all kinds of ways to be intimate with your partner. Uh, Structure. 
Some people loved having their day planned out and structure set so they can just relax and be. And part of that also falls under with decisions. Like, I don't have to decide what I'm doing today. I'm just going to follow this routine that's been set for me. Yeah, and that's also very helpful. I like structure. I like knowing what's going to happen, when it's going to happen, how it's going to happen. Quieting my brain and peace. I get peace. And what I mean from that is my vanilla life as a mom in my job and everything else can be hectic and stressful. From my submission, when I have time to fully do so, my brain is allowed to just empty. I have no worries. My sir provides what direction I need, and that gives me peace. I think that's really pretty. I completely understand it. Somebody else said, I don't have to think or make any decisions. The noise in my head stops, and my mind is at rest. I feel like I see, hear, and experience life in full color when the noise stops. In my opinion, next to his praise and protection, this is the best gift he could ever give to me. So it's almost like ADHD medication. Yeah. It just helps your brain focus on one thing so that there's not so much going on around it. And like, that's the kind of thing, like, you know, you can't sleep sometimes because there's so much going on in your brain. You just go over and over and over and over and it's like killing you. Right. It's, it's that empty space when you can empty all of that out that you can finally relax enough to sleep. So if that's what you need to focus and, and use, who's, who's to say that's not the right decision? I, I think everybody gets to make this decision for themselves and it's not wrong. Okay. This next one I think is awesome. Feel powerful. Again, the opposite of what people think of what you would think. It takes great strength to let go and let someone else be in charge. Rara. Yes. I, 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 as somebody who's a fucking control freak and thinks everybody else is doing it wrong. <laughs> yeah. It's, I, I would be the first to say, you know, people might look at me as being stronger than somebody who lets go. And I think actually they're the ones with the strength because that ability to give, to, to be able to let go and trust Wow, that that is fucking powerful. Yeah, this is this is why I only have one person I can do this with because I have that level of trust with them. Nobody else gets that. Nobody else gets that level of trust for me and the feeling of safety that I have that I can actually let go and do this. They've got what people also don't understand is you can choose to be submissive and then you can undo it. Right. We talked, you can give it and you can take, take it, it away. away. We talked earlier about um, one of the myths about it being like the anti-feminist to do this. Right. But wasn't the whole point of feminism about choice that yeah. you can choose what you want? And so if you get to choose what you want, you can choose submission. And there's nothing non-feminist about that. It's like people choosing to be a stay-at-home mom. And a lot of people are like, isn't it being more feminist to go to work? No, it's I can choose to go to work. I can choose to stay home and and do what I need to do at home. Like it is the choice instead of being forced to stay at home. Somebody wrote in my submission to him, I feel freedom. I am hyper independent, often to a fault. And that can be a very lonely place with every small piece of armor I turn over to him. And time and time again, he is showing me he deserves that trust. Part of me softens. I feel desired, sexy, and powerful. 
I can step away from having to be on guard and let myself be held physically, mentally, emotionally. And that I am finding my power. That's, I was going to say powerful, but I'm going to like, nope, that's deep. Uh, I got some of the best responses from folks. This like, is fantastic. I absolutely loved it because some of this stuff, I never really thought about it. No, me neither. Like the whole feeling powerful thing. Like who, what? And then when you think about it and you listen to this, you're like, oh, I totally get it. Yes. Somebody else wrote, submission for me in a lot of ways feels like what some people might call their inner child work. When I was a child, I struggled with remaining focused on completing tasks. I was so bad with it that it became a running family joke. The way my family responded to it made me feel like my forgetfulness, spaciness was linked to a lack of intelligence. And I felt a lot of shame as a result. For me, doing service submission is very affirming for the small parts of my psyche that still need to believe, still need help believing in how capable I actually am. Instead of being shamed for being overwhelmed, when my dominant requires detailed service, I am guided. My dom makes sure I have the tools to complete the tasks and affirms me through to completion, which is also delicious because I have a praise kink. <laughs> two birds one stone yep. right there submission creates a safe space to create and affirm new beliefs about myself through the framework of the power exchange having my dominant there to walk me through those vulnerable places really helps to facilitate growth and heighten feelings of self-acceptance and pride and this is a huge part of the appeal to me that's lovely i know i just wrote when she sent me that message and i just wrote her back going wow like, I had nothing. I'm it's, like, wow. It's lovely. So somebody else wrote, the other big part of submission it, that appeals to me is the feeling of having control or being under control by proxy. I began my DS journey when I was in a very hard place in my life. I felt very chaotic internally, but being the partner and submissive to a dominant that is structured, thorough, consistent, and grounded made me feel like I had access to that groundedness when I was having issues creating and maintaining that energy myself. I also had and still have a therapist who walked me through this process to prevent things like codependency along the way. And while I'm still submissive, I am in a much healthier place in my life and kink journey as a whole. I think this is a perfect, this whole codependency thing is a perfect lead in to the next part of this episode. So we've just talked about all the amazing, wonderful things about being a submissive. Mm-hmm. There's also some problems or the, potential for problems. Potential for problems. I think I like better because right? not everybody has these, no. but they crop up. Yeah. And you'll often see this happening with people who've been in long-term DS relationships that then break up. Yeah. Okay. So you can call these the ugly side of submission. You can call it the toxic side of submission, whatever you want. But these are some of the problems that people need to be aware of. This is the bad. Yeah. <laughs> so losing sight of your own interests. You're hitting sub frenzy. And so it's all about what, what others are going to do. You've maybe got new relationship energy. So you're forgetting to meet up with your kink friend, your, or even your non-kink friends and doing some of your non-kink hobbies. Everything becomes about you, the submissive, and not you, the person. Who has non-kink hobbies? I, I mean, I read. Is that considered a non-kink but hobby? But you read kinky romance. Oh, yeah, I do. So I guess so it's you so don't kinky. have any non-kink hobbies. Do you have any non-kink friends? No. 
Okay. Well, that definitely but not, doesn't apply I, to Rara. I'm currently not a submissive either, so you know it's oh, all good. Oh well, when when you were, yeah. I don't think you've had any non kink friends since you moved here. Correct. Yeah. I mean, I've got work friends that I do stuff with every once in a while, but that's it. Right. But the important thing is, is that never forget the you part of you. You're not just a submissive. You know, like the we talk about this as, as moms, right? You lose who you are as the person because your whole identity becomes I'm somebody's mom. I mean, yeah, I'm a dog mom. My whole identity is around these two dogs right now mm-hmm. until they grow up and they don't need me anymore. Mm-hmm. Which, which also then leads into the tying your self-worth to your partner's approval. Yeah. So sometimes people can take that to a whole extreme place. Like if your partner doesn't give approval... This, is, this applies to mostly those people pleasers we were talking about before, right? Yep. So if you're not, if they don't approve completely of what you do, it can really fucking break you down. So for example, I like having Rara's approval. And um, yesterday I posted a really cool picture of some organization that I did and Rara scolded me because it wasn't color coordinated enough for because her. Because she was trying to use it. As proof she's a Virgo. It was organized by I type. said, no, that's not Virgo level organization. Hey, I'm Virgo light, but I'm still a Virgo. Okay. okay. Virgo level organization is not only do you divide these markers by the kind, but next step is by color. If you think I'm going to put each and, and every one of these back by color every single time I take one out and put it back, you are definitely out your damn the mind. The next level is by color according to the rainbow. No, it's so, or you can do dark to light. I mean, just pick, pick whatever order you want to do dark to light or rainbow organization. Is this better? I organize all of my books, not only by genre, but by author and then by series. And then that series is in publication order. Not title name? No, in publication order. Because if it's in a series and it's done by title, like in a library, I can't stand that because you're thinking, okay, this is the first book. This is the second book. But the second book isn't where you think the second book is. It drives me nuts. You are correct. It has that to be in publication order. Absolutely. If it's a series and if it's not a series, then you can do alphabetical. Yeah, if it's if it's not in a series, then alphabetical is fine. Right. But like if it's a series, well, okay. So the first, you know how series usually have uh, like an overarching title for the whole series? Like what's the Twilight series, right? Right. You start with the Twilight series and then you do no, it. It's Twilight. Then yeah. Twilight New Moon, mm-hmm. Twilight. Okay, pick a different one that doesn't have Twilight in every single title. I don't know. What's Game the, of Thrones? The game that sure. Well, so because Harry Potter, everything starts with Harry Potter and the. Well, yeah. So that doesn't count either. So Game of Thrones works. You you would start out with Game of Thrones or Song of Ice and Fire. I don't. know. No, no, no. The series is called A Song of Ice and Fire, and then the first book is I think Game they of get Thrones. The point. Anyway. Um, going back to this, but yeah, so that, that is my Virgo level thing is always going to be books. All right. Mm -hmm. I'm done. Okay. Praise me. Praise me. Virgo light. For markers. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So what I'm saying is it's not, you don't want your entire identity to be crushed or your entire spirit to be crushed by this person's not approving. If that is happening, that is a very unhealthy situation for everybody definitely and i just want to throw this out there in case anybody i this is not to bad mouth doms and say bad doms are doing this no sometimes this has nothing to do with the dom 
and this is all in the submissive's head. And the dominant is saying, no, don't don't do this. And that can come from like baggage that they've carried from a previous relationship when like because I do this. I, I've you know, I've got baggage from previous relationships. And sometimes poor Daddy Jay is like, what are you talking about? I wasn't scolding you. I was just asking if, the, you know, blah, blah, blah. That is I'm going to steal and give total credit to Kayla and JB from Loving BDSM. They have something they call it bad tapes. So it's the words that you've heard in the past that run on a continuous loop in your head. So when somebody new says something, instead of necessarily hearing what they're saying, you're hearing that bad tape that's running in your head. I'm sorry, but now all I can think of is tape, like cassette tape. Yes, we're fucking old, bitch. Man, JB's even older than I am. I haven't had a cassette tape since the 80s. JB's older than I am. That's where it's coming from. So bad tapes. <laughs> you sure? You, why, why didn't he say bad eight tracks or something? Not everybody used eight tracks. Eight tracks was a little bit of time, and some of us were smart enough to realize they were not sticking around, and we didn't get eight tracks. <laughs> oh my god! I'm, move on before I start laughing again. I'm hoping I want to make you snort, hurt your nose, because you're um, mean to me. You're a bitch. I know. Being unable to distinguish your needs from your partner's. So you cease to become your own person. And if somebody would say, you know, what do you like to, what do you like to do? And all your answers, well, that, or even your, all your answers are your partners like, oh, well, I really love football. Really? Or is that that your partner loves football? Yeah. My favorite food's Chinese. Really? Or is it that your partner's favorite food's Chinese? Well, shit, if we don't say we love Chinese, you're going to like drop us like a bad hat. Habit? Hat? Habit. It's the food of my people. I understand. Yeah, it's also the food of my choice, so I will never be telling you that it's bad. But we, now I'm going to want Chinese for dinner tonight. Yeah, me too. Damn it. Okay. This is not a bad thing. It's been at least a week since I've had Chinese, so I'm starting to twitch. You're a bit of an addict, aren't you? I, it's it's the food of my people, sweetie. Yeah. All right. Go. Okay. It's it's good comfort food. What? I, I'm not I'm not no. dissing it. Their needs become your needs. You have nothing that's just you. This is happens a lot with service subs. Because they become so focused on what their partner wants and needs and giving it to them that they are forgetting about what they want and need. Yeah. They're afraid to safe word when I, they do, when they should because they don't want to upset anybody. That one I've seen so much like on Reddit or whatever when they post in this in the uh, BDSM subs. Uh-huh. It's like I really wanted to safe word, but I thought if I did, then he wouldn't want me anymore. Right. And again, we're not saying it's the dominant's fault that they're not making it crystal clear. They want you to say for it. And I use he, but it's really my dom won't want me anymore. Yeah, but I know why you said he, because the vast majority of what we're reading on Reddit yeah. is male dominants, female submissives. As if there's no other kind, which no. you and I damn well fucking know what they are. <laughs> but you wouldn't think know that by looking at Reddit. No, but just by looking at social media. But that's like, you should go look at this episode if you would like our thoughts on social media BDSM. Oh. So many things. Um, Okay. Unable to trust yourself and make your own decisions. You don't know what to eat. You don't know what to wear. You don't know if you're making the right choice if you have to make it yourself. I can see me falling into that trap. Right? And and this is very common. I remember when I first broke up with Voldemort, right? And remember, he picked my closet every day. Mm -hmm. The first time I stood in the closet, I went, what do I wear? Shit. 
Nobody, nobody here to tell me. I have to decide. Now, am I a fucking grown ass adult who's been dressing herself for a lot of years? Of course. Do I not have to fucking pick out a set of clothes and put it on myself? Of course. But I had gotten so into the habit of this was not a decision that I had to make that I just stood there for a bit and was like, yeah, 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 huh? Wow, meltdown. (laughs) What about the time that you didn't want to go anywhere without your collar? Yeah, that happened to me the first time I was at uh, the dungeon and I was not wearing my play collar. And I was like, can can I just wear my play collar a little bit? And my partner, my my friend, bless his heart, was like, no, you got to do this. Like, rip it off a fucking mandate, just do it. But again, you know, this is going to be common to happen when you first break up. It's when the shit continues. Yeah. You know, I it was interesting. I, so I read a book. Uh, one no. Of, one of my romance novels. And it was. No. About BDSM. What? <laughs> Can I finish the story now? Go ahead. And in the story, the main character, the hero, was helping out another submissive because the other submissive's husband had just had major surgery and was in the hospital. And they were actually a master slave. And the master was worried that his slave would, like, not know what the fuck to do with herself, with him being in the hospital. And so he asked his friend, also a dominant, can you kind of dom her while I'm in the hospital so that she'll be taken care of? Now, that sounds all fine and dandy in a fictional romance book. But if that's what's actually happening, I would be very... Concerned. concerned. I actually winced when you were saying that. I saw that, but I wasn't sure if it was because of your nose. No, it was okay. because of what you were saying, for okay. sure. Because I got the best compliment at one point from a mutual friend of ours. Mm-hmm. She said, one of the things I really love about your being a little is when it comes down to it, you can adult in a heartbeat. I was like, yes, yes, I can. Thank you. Because, and that's important for, you know, submissives to be able to do too. You have to be able to take yourself out of that submissive mentality and, for lack of a better word, be an adult. I know it's not the same from little to whatever, but you have to be able to take responsibility for yourself when you have to. Because of situations just like that. What if your partner's in the hospital? Yeah, sometimes you have to just fucking step up an adult. And does it, is it fun? No. No. But you got to do it anyway. And I, I'm just going to point out, this goes the same for dominance. If you have a service sub that does all your stuff for you and they up and end up in the hospital, guess who has to do all the stuff for themselves? Nah, 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 boo, boo. That's like that tone of voice you were using. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you thinking about anybody in particular? Yeah. Because I'm looking at the look on your face and I know she's going, <laughs> yes, I am. That person's going to be fucked. Yes, I am. Ooh, you'll have to tell me later who it is. Oh, no, I'll tell you right now. Yeah. It's my dad. Oh, <laughs> That man can't do shit without my mom. I worry about my dad, too. And I know that's not a DS thing because they are not DS. They are so very vanilla, but it's like along the same lines. I have to tell you, for as much as my parents would probably tell you they're very much vanilla, I will tell you my parents are not nearly as fucking vanilla as they think they are. Mine are. My parents very much have a DS type relationship. And then the last thing is the lack of identity. You, you don't have any identity outside of your dynamic in your kink realm. So you are submissive. Like, that's it. If somebody were to say, well, describe yourself. What are you? I'm a submissive. Yeah. I'm a service submissive. I'm a slave. I am. I cook and I clean and I, I do all this for my. And it's like, and I work 80 hours a week and then I come home and I do this too. Yeah. And what happens if you break up? 
somebody dies. You know, something happens that the, that the dynamic can't continue. What the fuck are you going to do then? All right. So now that we've given you some toxic traits here, how do you avoid them? Because mm, yeah. I feel we need to cover this. This is an too. important part, I think. I don't want to just give the bad news and say, all right, we're done for now. Bye. Bye. Okay. Make the time for your own interest. And dance. If you need to make this a rule for your do- for your submissives, do it. Yeah, okay. Dums, you can make it a rule that they have to join Rara's book club. Yay! So <laughs> you need to talk to Daddy J? Well, I told you, you don't meet the criteria. No, I can't join. You can't. You don't meet the criteria. But have a, make nights out with your friends. Take a class about something you like. Find that hobby. And maybe it is a kink hobby that your partner's not into. It doesn't matter. Just something you're doing separately. I mean, you could make kink toys. Oh, yeah. That's a kink hobby. There you go. Uh, set goals outside of BDSM. They could be work-related. could be about your health. Something that has nothing to do with your dynamic. Create safe spaces for privacy and reflection about the dynamic, right? You need to have a space where you can have your honest, insightful thoughts about your relationship, about your dom, about your dynamic. That is not something your, di- your dom necessarily needs to see. So I know some people, they're, they're told by their dom to do journal writing. But if your dom can see it, then you're not necessarily you're going not to being be honest. as on- I mean, it's not that you're not being dishonest. You're just withholding because you're afraid they're going to the, the dom's going to see it. So have some journals that you know, dear diary, that that are actually that, private, right? Private, or join a, a submissive group where you're hanging out with other submissives. I mean, we have we have a local ladies only chat that actually started. Because there were several of us ladies who are dominants. We were all in the same group chat. And there were th- sometimes we just either needed advice about how to handle something or we needed to vent about our doms and a safe space to do it. So that's actually how that ladies chat got started. Is And the understanding was, and one of the things you agreed to when you joined it, what was said there stayed there. So that if we needed to say, oh my God, my dom was such a fucking ass today and pissed me the hell off. Mm-hmm. You had that safe zone to say it in without your dominant knowing about it. And we still say that. We still do. That's, it's still, that's still an active it's, chat. Right? So that's that's important to be able to, because I, I would think in a normal, healthy relationship, sometimes you're going to piss each other off. And it's okay to piss each other off sometimes. What's wrong is how you then deal with it when they piss you off. If you go, fuck you, asshole, to their face. It's probably not helpful. Probably. That's not the kind of communication that we like to to right. talk about. Mm-hmm. So I want to point out that we talked about busting down the ego quite a bit. And sometimes treating yourself and your self-esteem as a goal, building yourself up, that can be a really good way to avoid some of these toxic traits. Like, Use the tools of DS to help build you up. So, like, you get self-help books. You can use positive affirmations. Why are you laughing at me? I'm not. I was just going to do... Can, can you put in a breaking news sound into the... into the Here, the spot right now? Okay. We just got another patron. Oh, my God. <laughs> Is that it? Am I fucked? Yeah, I th- I have to double check my numbers. I think one more. Oh, but considering okay. it's only, we still have we we've only one third. Days. We're one third through the month. 
Oh my I think God. we'll get that one. And you told me 20 was just too high. You felt pretty confident we weren't even going to get 15. <laughs> I was trying to be realistic. Talk about bring knocking down your ego. <laughs> I sound like a goose honking. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I wouldn't do this if I'd had at least one more hour of sleep. So keep going. You can use mantras, which are repeating things that help (laughs) out. It's like you can do that with a positive. Will you fucking stop laughing at me? You can do mantras, which is like a positive sentence. (laughs) I hope you cry all your tears. Keep going. I keep drinking so I can rehydrate. Uh, and then there's always therapy. And I'm going to continue to the last thing because Rara is obviously in no condition to continue right now. She can't even, she can't even hydrate. She's putting her lips on the straw and not able to suck. The, oh, that's lovely. Don't deep throat the straw, Rara. Encourage me. Keep going. Okay. You can create situations where the submissive makes their own choices. I don't know how to do that, but you Well, can... oh, easy. Okay. I, of the seven days this week, yes. I, as the dom, will decide what we're doing for dinner for six of the seven. But on day seven, you need to decide. Chinese. Always the right answer. <laughs> like, we already discussed this. Always that is the right clearly answer. the right answer. And then I don't have to cook it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God. Uh, So anyway, this gives you a chance to keep your decision-making skills working, which, you know, okay, like I said, I don't know how to do that, but yeah, I've got, I got to do this all day long, so I don't think that's going to be a problem. I'm not going to get rusty. And Rara's two examples were, could be what's for dinner or what clothes you wear. So Rara, maybe you should have every once in a while on the seventh day picked your own clothes. I... I actually never really fully gave up because there would be occasionally where, especially more so not every day, but for an occasional special wear day where I would try the old, like <laughs> I treated my dom like a child. And you know, like when you, when you want kids to have the ability to make their own choices, yeah, but you give them ideas of what would be acceptable. So would you like to do a or B and I'm okay with either one, but they feel like they made the choice. So I would do that. So I've got this special dinner tomorrow night. Should I wear outfit A or outfit B? Because I learned the hard way when one day I didn't do that and he picked an outfit and I thought, there's no fucking way I can go out in public in that. I have a confession. Yeah. I may still actually do this with dinner and make suggestions instead of just having him choose everything. So if you're asking me, should you treat your dom like a child? That's not what I'm saying. But... If that's what you are inferring, I can't stop you. That's not our problem. That seems like a you problem. (laughs) Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. If you have a question you would like answered or just have a story about the lifestyle you want to share, you can send us a voicemail and maybe it'll be shared in a future episode. Just go to pinkkinkpodcast.com to contact us. Follow us on social media. On Twitter, Instagram, and FetLife, we are Pink Kink Podcast. And on TikTok, we are The Pink Kink Podcast. Join our Facebook group, Pink Kink Podcast, and hang out with other pink kinksters. 
If you love what we do and are able to support us, we are on Patreon. Just look for us on patreon.com slash pink kink podcast and check out our pink kink swag available on our website, pinkkinkpodcast.com. Even if you can't show your support financially, there are other ways you can help. You can spread the word about our kinky podcast and tell your friends about us. You can also rate and review Pink Kink Podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. The five-star reviews really help us. And don't forget to subscribe to Pink Kink so you don't miss a minute of the fun. New episodes come out every Friday. So until next time, stay pretty, stay safe, and stay twisted.